Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. Today is December the 22nd, and a great day it is. And what we're going to do today, because I have been listening to some of the fabulous listeners, some of their critiques, some of their concerns, and we are trying to make sure that we get this information to you in the best format possible. I'm actually going to say a quote that I found that probably speaks to a lot of you that are trying to understand this Bitcoin thing, this cryptocurrency thing. And the quote is actually something that makes me smile. It says, Bitcoin, everything you don't understand about money combined with everything you don't understand about computers (laughs) and that probably sizes it up because a lot of you are trying to just figure this out and what we're going to do over this next I'm going to say holiday is just make sure that uh, you are able to function in your space while tuning in to ahead of the crypto curve and just getting a little tidbits about uh, this cryptocurrency space, how we got to this point. And I know we covered that at the bottom of, well, at the actually the beginning of 2022. And so we'll probably do just a little bit of recapping so that you get a little bit of understanding of how we got here, because I know a lot of you are listeners who just started uh, getting on to KBLA. And you always need to remember that you can go back to the podcast, I believe from day one, and start to listen to how we got into this cryptocurrency space and why it's critically important that you understand how Um, the evolution of money has happened in order to understand why and how important this digital space is going to be moving forward into the 2025s, the 2030s, and the 2035s. And I'm just going to consistently say that I believe that in the next five to 10 years, we will have arrived in this digital space, but our community is going to arrive safely. And so we're going to make sure that you're understanding that. Now, as we talk about cryptocurrency, and I told you yesterday, a lot of individuals have been trying to figure out how they translate their Bitcoin holdings and or some of their Bitcoin that they want to cash out of to get into real estate. And I've also cautioned everyone that uh, this real estate is going to make a change and 
I, if you listen back about a month and a month and a half ago, I was talking to you all about how I felt the market was going to start to shift and it has really started to shift. And I know that this show is about new money, but there are some things that you need to know about the things that are happening in real estate, because I believe real estate is one of our pillars that should be in your portfolio if it's not already. Again, Bitcoin is just a small portion of your portfolio. You need to be diversified in any and everything that you're actually doing. And so this real estate, um, unfortunately, from what I'm seeing and from some of the statistics that I've been reading, will actually be a little bit worse than what happened in 20. 2008. Now it could or it couldn't and it can go any way that that this government sees that it should go. And I'm just going to say it that way, because over the last two years, I've talked a lot about the housing market and everybody has really been expecting a massive crash in this housing in the housing prices, specifically here in California since 2020. When the entire economy was shut down, there was a lot of money that was pushed in to our communities in order to keep all of these different bubbles held up. And I'm going to talk about uh, just so many different financial instruments that were used or utilized to keep the markets propped up. And so when that money got into our hands, we felt as though. It was additional money or extra money or free money. And so we utilized that money any way we wish to. Now, some of us invested in cryptocurrency. Some of us invested in property. Some of us invested in Harley Davidson. And I'll say that because this summer when I went across this country, there are Harley Davidsons in our hoods across this United States like you would not believe that money went back to Harley Davidson, a lot of it. But what did that do? It pumped up the stock. It pumped up the stock market, the housing market. A lot of us did took that money and we did renovations on our properties. There were just a lot of different things that played into us spending. And now the buck has stopped. And so people are hoping and wishing that there is going to be some other type of bailout. As I talked to you before, looking at the numbers, a lot of people have spent their retirement over this COVID, uh, whole COVID shutdown because they couldn't get the employment division development department to do what they were supposed to do. And so a lot of people are suffering silently trying to figure out what to do. And so those that didn't know what else to do, they pull money from their properties and now the price of properties is actually going down and those mortgage payments and all of those things are still due. And so when we come forward, we're going to talk a little bit about the housing market and how this relates to some of the things that we need to know as it relates to Bitcoin and some of the other cryptocurrencies that you may be holding. But we are going to have a conversation and tie this back to what you need to be doing 
in order to make sure that you arrive in these next few years safe. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, moment. more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. And so I actually just got the answer to my own question. It was October 22nd when I was talking to you all about the prices of homes because the price was actually growing for prices on homes when it should have been going down. And we were trying to figure out what was actually holding up the home value in California specifically, but all across this country. And so we know uh, that something has got to give because people can't afford to live. People cannot afford to. I'm not going to say they can't afford to live. They can't afford to live as comfortably as they would like to in their individual single family homes. And so we're finding more and more of our Four generations living under one roof. And if you look at statistics right now, today, I found an article that stated that almost 65% of the homes right now are individuals that are the mother and the adult children, mother and father, adult children have come back to the home between the ages of 18 and 37. They are actually living at home right now. And a lot of that has to do with the, the job markets and what is actually being offered by way of wages and how they blocked us out of the real estate. Uh, and all of these things are going to come to a head because we've had a time during COVID where a lot of the investors were coming into the inner cities and they were purchasing the homes because they were actually situated in opportunity zones. And the way that they were taking advantage of these opportunity zones is they had to hold on to these properties or they're still holding on to these properties for 10 years, ladies and gentlemen, they were coming in and paying cash. And because they were coming in paying cash, paying cash and they knew that they were going to be investment properties. They really didn't care how much they were paying for because in the long run, they were going to win. And what that has done is really hurt the housing market. And we're going to start to see a lot of how uh, that's going to affect us specifically, specifically. and and especially if you're going to have to be pulling money out of your property for any reason or if you're trying to just do a refinance because the rates are high. There's just a lot of different um, dynamics that are going to hurt our community. And I want you to think back to what I'm saying to you about Bitcoin in correlation to homes. We're buying Bitcoin right now. And we're stacking Bitcoin right now, but Bitcoin's value is based on everything else that's going on around it. Who uses it? Who's storing it? Who's using it as a store of value? Who's using it as 
uh, legal tender in their country, who's utilizing it for cross-border transactions. All of these things are taking place, but it's the exact same thing as real estate. Who's buying the real estate? Why are they buying the real estate? What are they planning to do in and around the actual real estate. And so while Bitcoin is not real estate, I submit to you, ladies and gentlemen, today, Bitcoin is digital real estate. And let me tell you how I'm tying that in. Because Bitcoin is a computer generated money and there will only ever be 21 million of these coins. And if you hold that coin, any portion of that coin is almost like trying to buy property right now or create more property in Manhattan. It's just not happening. What is there, everyone has to buy and fight for that real estate because it is a limited amount of it. Well, there's only a limited amount of Bitcoin and we have the opportunity right now to buy the Manhattan of cryptocurrencies and that's called Bitcoin. And I want to bring that up today because because it is critically important that you understand that Bitcoin specifically is Manhattan. I'm going to call some of these other cryptocurrencies like Texas. We know it is a whole lot of property in Texas. Now, no more is being made. However, in Texas, if you buy a parcel, you can actually cut it up and sell it to a bunch of different people. But Manhattan, on the other hand, you can't buy any major lot or major acres of property in Manhattan is just not going down. And so in this Bitcoin space, it is exactly that. It is the Manhattan of the cryptocurrency space and maybe your Dogecoin and maybe some of your other things like XRP. They may be the Texas and you may be able to do a little bit in Texas. You may be able to build a couple of skyscrapers and make a little bit of money. You may be able to rent out, you know, some properties and things like that. But if you own the piece of property in Manhattan, you would be able to capitalize a whole lot more. And so I'm hoping that you all are understanding Bitcoin's true value as it relates to real estate, uh, being the digital real estate, even though it's a little hard to understand because there is actually digital real estate. And that comes in the forms of what we've been talking about, which are those non-fungible tokens. They all fall under the heading of cryptocurrency, but they're all individually different. There's, they all have a different amount of supply and they all have different reasons that they're created. And Bitcoin specifically is designed as a digital money that is scarce, that cannot be up, cannot be altered. The blockchain cannot be uh, there can be no fraud or anything like that. And so it's one of a kind, just like a one of a kind piece of property that you can get. I just firmly believe that Bitcoin is going to uh, be exactly what we need 
when the doctor orders it. I'm just going to say it that way. And so as we get into our cryptocurrency conversation, I want you to, if you haven't already, really start to take a look at some of the the different cryptocurrencies just so you can kind of understand how this market is set up because if all you're taking a look at is bitcoin which i want you to for the monetary side but as it relates to understanding the market i would like for you all to start dibbling and dabbling in research not actually purchasing i think you need to understand the research so then you can kind of sit back and say okay This gentleman created this cryptocurrency because they wanted to make sure that movies were produced and came through their companies and that there was no piracy. And so what does this coin do? How many are in circulation? I want you to look at each one of these projects like you would real estate and like you would dissect the house. If you were going to look at a house, is the plumbing okay? Is the roof okay? Is the foundation okay? Do I see any cracks? Do we see any roof leaks? Anything that would indicate that we need to stay away from it. And so when you start to look at these cryptocurrencies at a, a, as a whole, you start to understand right away your, your antennas go up when something isn't right. And that's how I'm able to call it so many times when I see some of these exchanges going the wrong direction or some of the warning signs. And it's because I'm understanding this whole cryptocurrency real estate I will say today because we're talking about the housing market and the bubble that is about to burst but I believe the bubble is about to burst on a lot of this cryptocurrency space as well but I know that Bitcoin will be safe and secure because of how it is actually created and so uh, ladies and gentlemen we're going to jump into a couple of the articles that you need to know about today that may or may not be significant to you. A lot of people are always asking me, how do you get cryptocurrency news other than um, just really Googling? And I told you the best thing to do is really be in the places where a lot of the Bitcoin enthusiasts are. And the biggest space on social media is actually Twitter. So when Elon Musk bought Twitter, I knew it was going to be a kind of a big mess, but I knew that he would also bring some things to Twitter that would be beneficial to our community and that he has. Because as of today, Twitter adds Bitcoin and Ethereum price indexes to the search function on Twitter. So this is quite interesting because you can pull up the Bitcoin price chart and all of the equivalent searches for ethereum as well now how and what information he's giving you is still we we don't know that and i've shared with you before that bitcoin can be different prices 
on different platforms. And what I'm hoping that he's not going to do is try to sell Bitcoin as well, because that's going to be a whole nother mess, depending on who he decides to partner with. But the social media platform has this new feature. You all that are on Twitter or Instagram or PayPal, I'm not PayPal, uh, Twitch or uh, Facebook. I believe that all these different platforms are starting to get into this space. So again, as things happen in and around Bitcoin, just like real estate, when something happens in and around your property, it brings value to the, the property that you have actually invested in. And so because Bitcoin, again, is popping up on Twitter, which happens to be one of the number one social media platforms in the world, individuals are taking notice to Bitcoin. And again, not Dogecoin. Well, he's probably going to add Dogecoin because of who he is. But I'm telling you, we need to be vested in that thing that everyone sees important in this space. And the word Bitcoin and the coin Bitcoin is going to continue coming up. In the lips, in the mouths, even of those that don't even understand what it is yet. And what a fabulous day it's going to be when we actually hold all that everyone else wants and we're able to get ourselves ahead. And so to really be clear about why I am saying that we need to close this wealth gap utilizing Bitcoin. And since we've been on the conversation of real estate, let me just say this. Yes, we can buy real estate, like actual real estate, houses, three bedroom, two bed house. But how much of the wealth gap are we going to close with real estate for those individuals who can't even get themselves into a property just based on all of the hoops they have to jump through to even qualify. I am watching how this space is not allowing us to qualify for properties. I spoke to you yesterday about a lady uh, that we had to help yesterday that needed a certain amount in her bank account before they would even show her the property. What that does, ladies and gentlemen, is it boxes us out of those spaces. These are red line. Um, these are systematic ways to keep us out of different spaces. Well, with Bitcoin, ladies and gentlemen, when the price does what we know it's going to do, there is no systematic way that they could have boxed us out of being able to acquire Bitcoin other than telling us it's for criminals and thieves. That's how they tried to get us away from it, but they can't box us out because it's not controlled by any central authority. And that's the beauty of what Bitcoin is actually about. And so I'm excited about that. But I brought up Twitter because I need you all to understand that it's really important that we have the asset that everyone is going to be seeking or that is going to be the most sought after in the next few years. So Bitcoin and Ethereum are uh, going to be added to the Twitter platform so everybody can pay attention to it and find out what it's doing. And 
it's gonna they're, they're putting it up there kind of like they would a ticker symbol and so you'll be able to take a look at it and hopefully the the api that they've actually tied into is a really good exchange that they're getting the information from because the price of bitcoin is different on every single exchange depending on who's selling it and what they're actually doing so uh elon musk retweeted and announced that this new feature is going to be available and many of the products and improvements coming to financial twitter so i'm thinking financial twitter means he's going to be doing something in the financial space very soon and he's saying to his team that they need to get ready to put some things in place to make sure that they are taking advantage of this digital space but again ladies and gentlemen because we're stacking satoshis we're better than most because a lot of people haven't even heard of Bitcoin yet. But once the word gets out and they're on Twitter, they're going to start to be inquisitive as to why or what Bitcoin is, what Ethereum is. And we're already going to be at the forefront of this digital revolution. When we come forward after news, traffic and sports, we're going to jump into two more articles that will help you understand a little bit about what is coming down the pipe. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Say the quiet part out loud. loud. KBLA Talk 1580. We're not ratings driven. We're engagement driven. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. This little thing that I'm going to talk to you about, it's important just only so you know the truth, uh, not necessarily to give any validation to this young man, but there's a gentleman by the name of Craig Wright who claims or has claimed for the last six years that he was actually the creator of Bitcoin. He called, of course, the name pseudo anonymous name for the person who created Bitcoin is Satoshi Nakamoto. We don't know whether it is a man, a lady, a group of individuals. We don't understand who it is or we don't know who it is. Now, a lot of people, conspiracy theory, think that it's the United States government that uh, created Bitcoin. And there are several different reasons why we know that the federal government did not create Bitcoin. Number one, if they did, they would have stopped what's going on a long time ago because monies are flowing from the traditional markets into Bitcoin as a store of value. And then it's being transported. And I don't say transported, but it's being sent all around the world as a money that is portable. And so they would have stopped it a long time ago. The only way that they've been able to stop it thus far has to been the shutdown bank accounts of individuals that are doing cryptocurrency knowingly. Um, and so that's been a way for them to stop it. But if they were the creators of Bitcoin, they literally would have shut down the blockchain. And if they had the opportunity, believe me, they would have done it before now. So anyway, this gentleman is an Australian computer scientist. His name is Craig Wright, and he has been going to court 
stating that he is Satoshi Nakamoto and he has been demanding that those of us that are in the Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency space do not have things associated with Bitcoin on our platforms. Like most of the times when you see me on social media or you see me out at any event, I have on a shirt that says Bitcoin. Now that Bitcoin symbol is the Bitcoin symbol that everybody uses, but he wanted us to cease and desist using that Bitcoin symbol. He also wanted us to not be able to put the Bitcoin white paper on any of our websites. And he's been doing all of these things. I mean, spending millions and millions of dollars trying to convince the courts that he is actually Satoshi Nakamoto. Why he would be doing that, I don't know. Because if he was the creator of Bitcoin, then the government would go after him to make him shut down the blockchain. But again, and, you know, I think he wanted attention and he spent millions of dollars trying to do it. But he's just signaled on Twitter again, the place where a lot of people that are in the cryptocurrency space talk back and forth and really tell the real about different projects and different things. Uh, he's saying that he's putting down his spear. He's no longer going to be going into court fighting to prove that and validate that he is Satoshi Nakamoto and that he created Bitcoin. He's seeking now just to get love from his family, his mother, his wife, and um, just to see his ideas come to fruition, which he he implies again that he created Bitcoin and he wants to see Bitcoin do everything that it's supposed to do in the world. But uh, Craig Wright, in my opinion, is absolutely not Satoshi Nakamoto. But um, I just wanted to say that because you will read things uh, coming forward in the next years where Craig White and, and wonder why this gentleman's name is mentioned. He is the one that has been paying to prove that he is Satoshi Nakamoto and that we not be able to put Bitcoin on anything that we own, et cetera, et cetera, just to hold it. So I just wanted to bring that up so you all know who Craig Wright is. And on a side note, I think whoever created Bitcoin is absolutely smart to remain anonymous and not put themselves out there in the forefront and uh, be subjected to what might happen to someone that is trying to oust the old money systems and bring in a new money system. So whoever created it, in my opinion, is brilliant for staying in the background and no one knowing who they are, where they are, and 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 possibly that they have the ability and they don't have the ability to change any blockchain even if they deemed Craig Wright the inventor of Bitcoin and told him to go in and stop the blockchain he can't because of how the computer programs are set up it's on everybody's computer and then there are miners that are all around the world and all of those miners that hold the computer programs would have to all agree to allow the Bitcoin blockchain to be stopped in order for it to stop so it's just not happening on any level and so that's why I'm 
I'm so bullish on Bitcoin because it's not controlled by one entity, one company, a government or anybody else. And so when the time comes for us to be self-sovereign and ladies and gentlemen, there will become uh, there will be a time where we will have to be self-sovereign. We'll be holding the right currency and we'll have a full understanding as to how we got there. And so I wanted to just bring that up. Now, there has just been an epiphany in the United States lawmaker space. And I, I laugh at that because the black and brown cryptocurrency community has been telling our lawmakers for the last three years, first of all, to come talk to us because we know the deal. We understand what needs to happen. Our history has taught us what needs to happen, not just in this cryptocurrency space, but in general. But because we know what has happened with our monies, with our communities, with tearing down of all of the things that we build up as it relates to black wealth in the past, we know that self-custody is probably our best bet at the end of the day. And the first thing that I saw today when I opened up my cryptocurrency news is the United States lawmakers say that crypto self-custody is the antidote to the FTX fraud that just happened. No way. Or should I say, really? Because we've been telling them that. So they came up with a new act in the last two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. They just threw this up as if we hadn't been talking about this. And it's called Keep Your Coins Act, A-C-T. Keep Your Coins Act. And it will protect self-hosted wallets. So... I know for sure I'm going to be doing a series on Keep Your Coins Act because this is just unbelievable uh, that they will finally discover that this is the best way for us to be safe in this space. We've been telling them. In fact, uh, today I was going to do and call Mr. Isaiah Jackson because he's been coining the phrase, not your keys, not your cheese. And so this is something that we all have known for a very long time. And we've been trying to get them to listen to us, but they were telling us that self-custody wasn't the way to go because we as Americans were not smart enough to keep our own cryptocurrency in our own wallets. And so now the ties have changed and I see that they're talking a different language. And so they're pushing for this bill and we're going to see how this actually goes and hopefully they don't have a bunch of misguided uh, things inside of this act that will in turn wind up where people are going to be putting their coins in places like banks etc so I've got to do a little more digging in that but at the the, the first sight of what I'm reading it looks like they're not in opposition of individual freedom, as we would think, 
because before they were really attacking us for saying that we wanted to self-custody our coins. And so I'm very interested to see where this takes us, specifically with our Congresswoman Maxine Waters and the, the financial committee and all the things that they're actually doing to try to safeguard the public from cryptocurrency uh, fraud. And so this is a great step. And I'm going to say when I look at this on a scale, I think about the game that we used to play as children, which was Mother May I. And some people used to take baby steps or they were allowed to take baby steps. And then people were allowed to take giant steps to win the game. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a giant step. A push for self-custody, which means if we have an exchange or, well, we already have an exchange that does this exactly. We give people their Bitcoin day one, but these other exchanges will have to do the same thing, which means all the money that they've been making goes away because they're not able to use your dollars to leverage themselves, to take out loans, to go public, to do all the things that they've been doing while they've been holding on to your cryptocurrency. And so this is a big deal. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will get into some of the things that we can be doing over the Christmas holidays. I know this is a great time to breathe with friends and family. Family. And then some of you have asked, how do you give the gift of Bitcoin for Christmas? And with it being two days away, I'm going to talk to you about how to do exactly that. This is KBLA Talk 1580. At KBLA Talk 1580, we celebrate Christmas. We celebrate you. We celebrate you. Thank you for turning us on this year. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Wow. Now, now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. We have about three days till Christmas. So what do you need to do if you'd like to give Bitcoin as a present to those that you love? So one of the first things that you can do and I know a couple of people sent me an email, but if you need these instructions because maybe you're driving or you're at work and your hands are not free, please send me a text message at 424-317-7373 and I can get you these instructions. Again, the number is 424-317-7373. But what you're going to need to do is download a self custody type wallet. Now there are a few, but the one that I prefer is called the edge wallet. So why are we not doing the black wall street wallet? Simply because those there's two or three different wallets that I rock with. So you don't have to have everything in one place. So some platforms do better than others on different things. So I'm going to help you understand that. So I would suggest that you download a edge wallet, E-D-G-E. If you need a link for that, you can also send me a text message to 424 
317-737-3373 and I will send you the link for the Edge wallet so you can download it. But let's just say you have a niece or nephew and you want to give them $100 worth of Bitcoin for Christmas. What I would suggest is you uh, reach out to me so we can get that $100 in your Edge wallet first because that's a self-custody wallet. And then if you have that niece or nephew, most most of the time, they're going to have a cell phone. You're going to have them download the Edge wallet themselves. And then I'm going to show you or teach you via social media how to actually transfer that Bitcoin to them as a gift. And it only takes seconds. You can do it right on Christmas Day. You can do it on Zoom. You don't even have to be in person. You just need a QR code to be able to transfer that Bitcoin from place the place and so what I'm going to do is do a quick uh, demonstration online and we'll get that done and um, so that's all you need to give Bitcoin you also need the place that you're buying the Bitcoin from now you can always send me a text message I can get you going through crypto blockchain plug and we can make sure that by Christmas you're able to give Bitcoin to whoever you need to give that Bitcoin to the wallets are free you don't have to pay for an edge wallet. The only thing you need to pay for is your Bitcoin. And then you're going to pay whatever fees are associated with the actual transaction to come out of regular money into Bitcoin. But I can help show you how to do that. I have a team of people that can help you do that. And again, just send me a quick text message and we'll make sure that we get that done. Not uh, in next week. It'll be in the next couple of days so you can be ready for Christmas and I think it's a good idea for you to do an edge wallet because children and or adults can open up their edge wallet and they can see the fluctuation of the coin. They start off with $100 or whatever it is you're going to give them. They can see the price go up. They can see the price go down and then they become inquisitive as to what it's doing and why it's doing it. And so that helps lend the opportunity for you to educate or to tell them to tune in to KBLA so they can start to learn more about Bitcoin on the head of the cryptocurrency. So when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get into the daily dollar cost average. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where everybody is somebody and nobody is a stranger. You belong here. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. And as you know, or as I say, a DCA a day keeps poverty away. So we're going to dollar cost average our $6. I don't have my tea right here that I make from home, but no more Starbucks for me. I'm spending my $6 on my Satoshis. And so we're going to open up the Black Wall Street wallet. And we are going to click on the purple circle in the middle. And in that purple circle, after the purple circle, you're going to click buy asset and I have a designated wallet that I'm putting my BTC in BTC is the acronym for Bitcoin um, I'm putting my Bitcoin in my wallet mark KBLA talk 1580 for the year to show you how we fare 
after dollar cost averaging Monday through Friday for the last year uh, utilizing just the six dollars now you may not want to do six dollars a day but six dollars a month six dollars a year I don't know whatever it is you want to do again I'm not a financial advisor providing financial advice but rather direction and showing you what I'm doing and so if you want to take a look at uh, what the dollar cost averaging look like I am super excited. I'll be showing that information in just about 90 days because we're pushing up on the end of the year. This is incredible. Can't believe we've been doing it this long. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, please go ahead and click $6, $6 worth of Satoshis. You can set this up and forget it, which means it pulls from your bank account and it makes sure that you have Bitcoin every single day or week or however you set it up. But for right now, we're doing six dollars a day and i am clicking the bitcoin purchase right now and i can see that we have purchased six dollars worth of satoshis and a satoshi for those of you that don't know is the smallest increment of a bitcoin just like a penny is the smallest increment of a dollar and bitcoin right now is trading at sixteen thousand eight hundred and three dollars which means we just got a small portion of that bitcoin which is a hundred million satoshis we only got a small amount of satoshis and bitcoin is up uh about 0.08 percent from what it was yesterday which means we got a little less satoshis today than we got yesterday but we're still excited about stacking our satoshis so ladies and gentlemen please follow me on all social medias i'm on facebook instagram twitter as Naja Roberts, no underscores, no dots, no periods, just Naja Roberts. Report all others because it's not me. Or you can go to my website, NajaRoberts.com. Or again, you can send me a text message at 424-317-7373 to get more information. We are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. You all have an incredible rest of your day. And thank you for rocking with me on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we create Satoshi Millionaires, one day at a time, one family at a time, one Satoshi at a time, one Bitcoin at a time. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.